and welcome to the sixth episode of the NL Feast podcast, your favorite podcast about your favorite division in baseball. My name is Sam Clark, and with me as always, the monitor to my gaming desktop, Brandon Gross. Oh, I'm a gamer. I'm a gaming <laughs> console. I'm a monitor. Brandon, hello, sir. Full How disclosure. Are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing fine. I'm doing okay. Uh, full disclosure. I panicked. I remember that I, this is a, a reoccurring thing I wanted to start doing, and then panicked and looked around my room to see if <laughs> there's anything to go. But you know what? I feel like it worked out a little bit. Here we are. We introduced you. You look great. You sound great. I actually didn't realize you were doing that, which is dumb on me. So there's egg on my face, not your face. I mean, to be completely fair, it was something that I just did off of the off of the dome last week, and, off the cuff. and, and it kind of it kind of worked. You know, I feel like we need a we need a little reoccurring action on the mm-hmm. pod. Everybody has some reoccurring action, but Brandon, it's cute. There's some camaraderie. I like it. That's what I'm saying. We're 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 two peas in a pod now, Brandon. You're stuck with me forever. You're stuck with me until one of our favorite teams leaves the NL East and the Pirates come back. Hey, they might do – I heard at one point they wanted to do like the realigning of the divisions if they made everything – like could happen next year, I guess, where they made like four divisions – four small four, – <laughs> You got oh this. I mean, <laughs> four teams in a, one division. Oh. So it would be like – and it would be more regional. So it would be like Mets, Red Sox, Yankees, Phillies. They would do cross – they would do cross leagues, you think? Like national, they were talking American about. League? I think they were even talking about doing that last year before they settled no on the COVID way. plan, just to keep it more regional. And I think that was a uh, an actual like to make it more like the NFL, how the NFL is, wow. where it's like four teams, tighter uh, location wise, sort of. I mean, yeah. I guess I guess uh, your Dolphins are kind of in a, a more spread out division. We but, are. This is a football podcast now, Brandon. Sorry, we're talking about the Dolphins. Ooh, the uh, AF. AFC South? No, you're so close uh, to East, A- AFC East. East, AFC East. East. And it's been okay. a it's been a crazy uh, football week. I'm not going to get into it, but the the Dolphins did draft Jalen Waddle and Jalen Phillips in the first round. Brandon, how do you feel about those acquisitions? Jalen Waddle and Jalen Phillips? Yes, two Jalens. You know, I always was more of a, I was I'm a big fan of a, I'm a big Jalen fan. Big Jalen head. Uh, I'm a big Waddler. Big. So I'm going <laughs> to okay. you know, I think Jalen Waddle has more long-term, you know, strength okay, for your team. Okay, all right, all right, But I think Phillips, you know, maybe in the short term, maybe could give you guys some good offense or defense, depending on his position. <laughs> <laughs> that was, like, surprisingly uh, somewhat accurate uh, diagnosis because Jalen Phillips has, uh, has some medical issues, potentially. He uh, had to retire from football at UCLA because of reoccurring concussions. Um, and so everybody's like, well, he may be, but he could also have the, the greatest impact immediately. So, Brandon, I think we're an AFC East podcast now. Ooh, the AF feast. AF feast. Um, Brandon, not a lot going on in my neck of the woods. I uh, got the second vaccination coming up tomorrow. A little worried, not going to lie, a little worried. You were fine the first time, though, right? I was fine. Um, Miranda got absolutely clobbered, so I'm hoping that she's fine, and now I'm sick, and I get to watch MLB The Show YouTube videos all day and drink Gatorade <laughs> and, and eat bad. I don't know. Do you have to eat healthy when you're sick like that? It sounds like regardless of what happens tomorrow, you're going to do this. You have, this, you have your Ferris Buellering this day off already. I, I was, you're speaking yeah. it into existence. I'm going to a Cubs it, game. It's it's only a matter of time. I mean, shit up to Wrigley Field. I uh, The last time I got my first shot, I went and, and did the antithesis of healthy eating. I went straight to Popeye's and got two spicy chicken sandwiches. <laughs> you feel, oh, It was sort of a, a reward, right? That's what I'm you saying, felt, yeah. You felt like... 
you deserved it. And then, you know what? I think that's a good thing. You know what's funny? I actually tried the Popeye's chicken sandwich, I don't know, a little bit ago. Okay. Out of curiosity. Okay. Sheer curiosity. Very good. It rules, dude. It's so good. It rules. It's so good. I, uh, there's a Popeye's like directly across the street from my apartment. I live right next to a McDonald's and right next to a Popeye's. And it is the bane of my existence. We live so close to the McDonald's that I can mobile order on my phone and they think I'm in the restaurant and I can pay now and pick it up. And so by the time I walk down my <laughs> stairs in my apartment, they just like hand me the food right when I get there. It's it's dangerous, Brandon. I'm it, not, not going to It lie. sounded like you were about to do like a Jay Leno joke. You're like, we live so close to McDonald's. And it goes, how close, how close does, does he live? live? Um, Brandon, you heard about this McDonald's? You heard, you heard about this McDonald's? Uh? <laughs> That's Mike Tyson, Jay Leno. <laughs> Jay Tyson. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I was like, uh, do I want to commit to doing a Jay Leno <laughs> an impression if, this if early? We were, if we were a morning zoo radio show we would have a recurring character called jay tyson yes he'd be like yeah you ever heard about this guy you heard about this thing <laughs> but he only does boxing jokes oh god okay and now you lost me i'm like jake paul he boxes now right that's about as far as my boxing knowledge goes yeah yeah jake paul he's boxing now <laughs> that's adam sandler jay leno tyson. oh my god yeah that's pretty true wow brandon we are uh we are immediately alienating all of our audience here by the way uh shout out to our uh slowly but ever-growing audience we had our first week last week with out a single day of zero download so goodbye goodbye you good job by you my friend and also, big shout out to Centennial, Colorado. Yeah, what? I don't is... know who's there. I don't know what team you're interested in or teams you're interested in or it's just the division you're interested in. But there, we get about seven downloads from Centennial, Colorado per week. Yeah, no clue what's going on over there. We My... have no connection there. We don't know anyone in there. There's The Rockies are not talked about. No, and like, I guess they – my guess is that there's like a, a – and there's no accuracy to the statement at all. But I'm, I'm hoping that there's some sort of like uh, – Braves bar that just wants to play anything affiliated with their division, and so maybe that's how we're getting some sort of uh, some sort of love in Centennial, Colorado. Oh, so do you think it's like a four a.m. the bars run out of sports <laughs> yes. things to listen to, and they're yes. like, "All right, I found one more." Cent- <laughs> Talks about the division. Also, oh, Centennial, Colorado is also a, a a suburb or a municipality just south of Denver. So it is. It looks kind of like a beautiful place, Brandon. We should. We should, our first live episode ever should be at Centennial, Colorado. <laughs> to talk about a division 8,000 miles away. Is that right? I don't know the mileage. Uh, 3,500? I think it's I think it's closer to 3,000, right? I mean, how many you fly from L.A. to, to any of these places with regularity? With regularity, Brandon. So. <laughs> I've got a lot of business in Centennial, Colorado. <laughs> uh, Brandon, we have a crazy show. This was honestly a great week for the NL East. I feel like we've been absolutely blessed where the first five weeks of baseball have all been really great uh, NL East content. But we talk about the Mets-Philly series. The Nationals beat up on the fish. We don't have to talk about that if we don't want to. Injuries in Miami. Our DeGrom of the week. 60-second stories. Feast or famine. But, Brandon, first things first, are the uh, Mets and Phillies the best rivalry in the National League East? Sam. Uh, I would say they are the best rivalry in the NL East. And I actually tweeted something about this on our Twitter, NL Feast. Follow it. That is the Twitter handle. That is, at NL Feast. We got that right this time. And I do think this past series was extremely exciting. And I know there was some more drama in Metsland the 24 hours after that series. And we'll get to that as well. But I do think that the Mets-Phillies are the second 
best rivalry maybe in Major League Baseball. Okay. But definitely in the National League behind only, of course, the Dodgers and the Padres. There was drama, all right? There was there was uh, benches clearing situations, two of them in one night. Words being uh, screamed? There was, there was home runs. I didn't hear what you said. I said there were words being screamed in multiple languages. <laughs> there were words that were screamed. Yeah, so, I mean, Alvarado, who we've kind of talked about extensively on this podcast, but Alvarado, the hard-thrown lefty that has zero control. Um, <laughs> when, when the Phillies were in New York earlier in April, um, he drilled Michael Conforto. Dom Smith started barking at him. He kind of, like, said, "What? what's up, man? And he sort of, like, waved pounded him his off. chest and said, yeah. waved him off. He's like, get out of here. So... Alvarado throws wildly and almost, I think, drills Conforto again. And no, uh, was it Dom Smith? I don't know. No, he he struck Dom Smith out and then he struck Dom out, but he was also throwing wildly prior to that. Oh yeah, I mean, and then that's just that's just uh, synonymous with Alvarado. (laughs) No control throwing ninety nine left and right. Yeah, I mean, and I think the Mets said after the first series against him, they said that. Sam's gone. Sam's gone now. Is he going to listen to this? This is the test. Sorry, oh, sorry, wait, sorry. I had to go let a cat out. My bad. <laughs> anyway, so uh, the Mets were saying, it was like, hey, you shouldn't be in the majors. If you're throwing 99, you're almost going to drill someone in the head, which I agree. But also, the guy is a good pitcher when he can locate. The guy has not been able to locate at all. But he did strike out Dom Smith in a, in a big scenario for the Mets when uh, the Mets were trailing at that point in game two, I believe, of the series. And... Uh, he strikes out Dom. Dom's walking to the dugout, head down. Alvarado starts barking at him, probably remembering earlier in April. Um, and then the bench is clear. But he kind of like, Alvarado kind of just like slinks back and like waits for everyone to like push him off. Yeah, so. he really did like the the hold me back bro moment of like frat dude at a bar where he's like, I don't really want to fight because I know I'm going to get my butt kicked, but I'm going to act like I want to fight until all of my friends surround me. Alvarado definitely, yeah. I mean, he overly celebrated, but you have the... You have the right to celebrate. We like celebrations. He celebrated. Dom wasn't going to say anything, but then he started barking at him. He wanted to get that that rise out of him. I love seeing. We love seeing benches clearing brawls. We don't like to see anyone get hurt. No, we don't. What are you? Okay, I guess my question is because you and I, I think, are pro celebrating an accomplishment in a sport. Right? Is that a safe assumption? Hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Well, it. I don't know. Like. They were talking about this on the on the John Boy pod, and it really made me think of, like, where do you draw the line with celebrating uh, and it being an appropriate amount of celebration and celebrating? And it's like, all right, dude, calm down. You just struck somebody out in a game you're losing. Like, like uh, Alvarado was screaming God knows what at Dom as he was walking back, and they do already have a history because of the whole, like, Conforto. He, like, threw him up and in, almost hit him, threw him up and in again, and, and did hit him the last time they played together, right? That was the issue? Yeah, that was it. And it's like... I don't know. I'm like all for celebrating and I'm all for pitchers like screaming at strikeouts and hyping themselves up in like good moments. But if you just like, I mean, strikeouts are happening, what, like 35 to 40% of every single at bat right now? Like what's the, what are the K rates in baseball? Something around that? Yeah. Something like that. I know uh, it's, it's the highest strikeout rate in the modern era, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the, the, the three true outcomes of baseball. It's like strikeout, walk, home run. Home Um, run. Yeah. But I don't know. I like, I love this. I want more emotion in baseball. Like I want more people to be celebrating all of their accomplishments, but at the same time, I'm like, all right, dude, calm down. Like <laughs> you, this is a, this should be happening every three at bats on average. And like the, like if you're screaming and cursing at somebody, I guess they do have a history, but 
I don't know, man. I'm like, I, I'm just trying to figure out where I draw the line on what is an appropriate celebration and what is like awesome and cool and adding personality to baseball and what's like, all right, dude, you're kind of embarrassing yourself right now. I think the line should be, it's like, if you're trying, if you're trying to hurt someone, if you're trying to start fights. And I think, uh, in the NL central, Amir Garrett just got suspended like a week, seven games. Yeah. Yeah. He got suspended a week. And I think it was, and he's a super fun pitcher to watch, yes. but he does has, had instances where he's basically challenging the whole entire team to fight him. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it seems like he wants like to actually like punch. And, like, and he's a huge dude people. too. He's a scary looking guy. Huge dude, fun player. But I think when it comes to like, okay, do I, am I actively trying to hurt someone or am I just like Castellano was also on the reds yeah. when he, when he was flexed, flexed when he scored stood over the pitcher. Play. Yeah. When he slid into home. That's great. I think that's fun. Why I like not? that. He too, won. Yeah. He scored. I mean, let him flex. Let the fans get into it. Like have that gif going around Twitter. I love it. I love seeing that. But major league baseball suspended him for three games. Mm-hmm. So that's ridiculous. Yes. But I think when it's something like throwing at a pitcher, when it's something like instigating to try to start a fight, I think that's when MLB should, should, chime in and you can suspend someone for a couple games i think that's okay but when it's simple celebrations when it's flipping a bat when it's flexing when it's coming up with hand signs when you get a double and like looking at your teammate doing something let that let that be that's awesome the fans can get into that but as soon as it's like i'm trying to start a fight with or i'm trying to hit someone like it seems like alvarado i don't think he's trying to hit someone because i think he just just has bad control but when you're trying to like flex when you're trying to like start a fight and you're just barking when clearly the other team's just like, okay, we're going about our, our business. I think that's when – I think that's the line right there. It's like when you're trying to fight. Yes. And it's very clear because we have cameras everywhere and you're barking at intentionally someone. Intentionally antagonistic. Yeah, intentionally antagonistic. Intentionally antagonistic, is exactly. Like, is not yeah. the thing you want to be. And also I know this is a like a not a quantifiable thing or not even like an appropriately explainable thing. But like between the two players – Dom Smith is a much more likable, much like he's the dude that like uh, objective, unbiased fans, not Mets, not Phillies fans, like like more out of the two. And for that reason alone, I was more like, OK, I'm kind of on Dom's side here. Like he's walking away. He got struck out and then he went and defended himself and then had the phenomenal postgame press conference where he's like, meet me in the tunnel, bro. Like, Come. Yeah. Put your money where's your where your mouth is. Don't do the hold me back, bro stuff. Like come, 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 uh, come show me what you got. So, you know, it's funny. I saw actually on the Twitterverse, people were talking shit about Dom Smith. It could have been Phillies fans, but they were talking shit about Dom Smith saying, meet me in the tunnels. Like, that's a call to violence, which I don't think it is. I mean, I think that's kind of like, yeah, he's throwing shade back at him, but I don't think that's a call to violence. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's all right. <laughs> I don't know. Very rarely do you and I disagree, but I think that's like a, uh, like a come be a man, fight me fight me bro kind of thing but also like call to violence i mean he's not like a he's not in a position of power where he can incite like a hundreds of people to to riot or anything like what kind of a call to violence like, are you kidding me the seven line army <laughs> the Mets, the fans in center field they're gonna start uniforms um but yeah i i thought it was really interesting and also i want this like you and i want this in our division we want this level of competitiveness these are two good teams that are going at each other uh, and our division has kind of just been beating the hell out of each other um, cause nobody has been really great and nobody has been like very bad. I mean, I guess you could argue that the Marlins did just get swept by the, by the nationals. And if there is a very bad team in the division, it is the Marlins. Um, but it's, this is like the excitement that we want. This is what we want baseball to do. We want like rivalries. We want the next time that the Phillies and the Mets play each other to be must watch television. And the next time Alvarado's throwing a Dom Smith, it's going to be must watch television. 
Yeah, I, I so in June is their next battle. Their next battle in the Coliseum. <laughs> but I uh, heard a Jay Leno, Mike Tyson is fighting there too. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> the Mets here, <laughs> And uh, but game three, I think after the the benches clearing incident. Uh, which was we neglected to mention. There was a second benches clearing yeah. incident with with Reese Hoskins and Miguel Castro, the Mets relief pitcher. Um, Talk about that a where, little bit because I couldn't I couldn't find a whole lot about that when I was uh, trying to do my research. Yeah, I so I, so I think he Castro came in on a pitch on ball four to Hoskins and and Hoskins was kind of staring him down and Castro Castro sort of uh, barked at him a little bit the inning after and the bench is cleared, but there's sort of like the benches clearing where they're just like hanging out. By, like, like, do we the, really want to do this right now? <laughs> We're tired. We're we did tired. That last <laughs> Come on, we just did this. And then uh, Lindor was pushing Castro away. Uh, Castro is actually like six foot eight. Oh, Jesus. which is he weighs like a hundred and ten pounds, but he's six foot eight. So <laughs> I'm like not, I feel like Hoskins. Yeah, <laughs> he is Gumby, and he has like a, a uh, like a little like uh, earring in one ear. He looks like a like a. a cool pirate oh my god also uh i'm glad i'm using contemporary topical references like gumby on our podcast and jay leno and mike tyson <laughs> we're stuck in 90 yeah 1990 here. yeah i don't even gumby was probably dated in 1990 to be honest with you <laughs> um, i'm gumby damn it no, that's the 80s yeah. yeah that's the 80s that's what i'm telling you um but to hoskins was also the point of contention in another part of this series that was really interesting um game three game yeah. three yeah the homer off the rail or off the chair what do you want oh, that sounded like I'm, I'm part of a wwe podcast now <laughs> off the rail off the chair um <laughs> but that was as somebody again who does not really have a rooting interest on either side of this give him a home run oh my god what do you like i know that what? i know that that's the rule whatever for competitiveness and excitement i uh, First off, Diaz is is like bound to implode, and anytime he does, it's it's entertaining to everybody except for Mets fans. Brandon, I know this is a sensitive subject for you. I put a I put a compilation of Edwin How Diaz blown you. saves in our, our uh, fantasy baseball email blast. We're gonna have my therapist on next week to talk <laughs> about be... how you verbally assault me with your anti Diaz slurs. Uh, yeah, uh, and honestly, that would be yeah. You're you need to pay him more if you're talking to him about Edwin Diaz. <laughs> they are not getting paid enough money. Um, but that was just such an exciting moment, and it had like the it had the ability to be uh, really instill this rivalry that we're talking about. And I know it's a rule, Brandon. I know that there's not it's not really up for question. And I'm not arguing that it looked like it hit off the chair and not the rail. It very clearly hit the rail and not a chair. But oh my god, when when Reese Hoskins was just mouthing off, putting his helmet back on to run to second base, I was like, I totally get it, dude. That sucks. That was oh yeah. I mean, if, listen, if I was a Phillies fan, obviously I'm biased. If I were a Phillies fan. I would be furious, being like, "How is that not a home run?" Yes. it went over the thing. It went it over, the wall. over the wall. It went over the wall. I know. So I understand how they're upset because also, I mean, you're down eight to four going, going into, into that. It. Yeah, and then that, that would have been a three-run shot that would have tied it. Which also, the Mets fans were kind of like irked by Luis Rojas putting Diaz in in the first place because uh, Diaz is not good two games in a row because no. he saved the the game two five four. Um, and he's also not good with a big lead. Famously, yeah. That's when he has his meltdowns, which is weird. That's when he has meltdowns, you would yeah. Expect, expect a closer to blow a save like in a close game, but 8-4. to four, They were saying, I mean, it was ESPN to so take it with a grain of salt, but they were saying that that's apparently common. They didn't back it up with any stats. So <laughs> Alex, like, Rod oh, Alex Rodriguez was just like, this happens all the time. <laughs> we're like, all right, A-Rod, whatever you say, man. Did you see, well, we'll go back to this game, but did you see that 
A-Rod said inst- inst- that. Oh, wait. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the A-Rod which, Instagram story with J-Lo or Jennifer Lopez when they broke up. Did you see that? Oh, that too. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. We'll talk. That's that's not that's not baseball related explicitly. He was like he was like posting like I wish he'll come back. <laughs> he or was something. posting like middle school boy level heartbreak Instagram stories. I was like playing Fix Me or Fix You, whatever the Coldplay song is, and like yeah, uh, like yeah. a the montage of all of their pictures together. It was such a cringy moment that is only capable of like wealthy wealthy people that have lost all touch of reality it was so funny um and then j-lo is seen with ben affleck this is a gossip podcast it's a celeb goth we love math and we love celeb goss we love it and then yeah j-lo's with ben affleck and you know a-rod is throwing out all of his copies of goodwill hunting (laughs) he's so mad right now Dude, speaking of the okay now this really is turning into a a celebrity podcast but do you see the creepy like uh ben affleck slide into the instagram's dm thing that was trending on twitter yesterday it was like some girl was on raya the celebrity dating app and she like matched with ben affleck and thought it was fake so she unmatched uh with him like uh, eliminating all conversation like ability on his part and so he found her on instagram and sent her this weird clip that was like why did you delete me i promise you it's me (laughs) it's the creepiest (laughs) thing in the entire world i like how you did like a crypt keeper voice for that <laughs> That was the thing is he did look he did not look all there like i don't think he was drunk or in, inebriated or anything but i think he is just kind of like in a weird post-divorce uh eating duncan eating duncan Dude, i think they got duncan. divorced like five years ago him and jennifer garner <laughs> didn't he go to like rehab? yeah i think it was a long time ago i don't know brandon i thought they got seen together again recently Oh. Like within, like I guess COVID. Yeah, maybe it was over a year ago. I don't know, dude. I, where's well, Bert? they do have kids together. Anyway, game three. <laughs> <laughs> ben Affleck was not there. Game three, though, it was. I was so anxious watching this game, especially in the ninth inning. So, the Mets were down four to. They were up two to one. They were down four to two on an Alec bomb. Bomb. Alec Bohm. It's Bohm. I've been trying to remember. Oh wait, this. no, it wasn't Bohm. It was it was Didi. Didi Bone. Oh, Didi. Didi Bone. Didi Bone. That's my favorite 90s reggae song. <laughs> yeah, that's like the, the Counting Crows dude left Counting Crows to be in Didi Bone. <laughs> Didi Bone. And uh, yeah, so Didi hit a three run bomb. I like to see it. Love Didi. Uh, and then up uh, up 4 2 the Phillies. And then your boy Jonathan VR <laughs> met to a little comeback. Pilar hits a homer. VR. With a heads-up base running. Okay. Um, did you see this? No, I completely missed this. So. Oh, wait. No, so, I think I did see this. Where he was like, he had the opportunity to round third and go home, and he like took it because it was like a, yeah, a slow Hoskins, throw like, from right field. Yeah, because Hoskins like threw it to um, the second baseman of the Yes, Phillies. I did see this. And then he jetted home and scored, and it was very exciting. Tied the game. Mets end up rallying. Pete he gets a nice three-run double. 8-4. We're feeling good. Mets are going to win this series, all right? Hell, yeah. Ninth inning, people are like, oh, he's bringing Diaz in. All right. Oh, okay. That's a little upsetting. He's bringing Diaz in. Diaz implodes. Three-run bomb. <laughs> As he does. Not really a bomb. But I'm freaking out. <laughs> and honestly, the back and forth in this game, though, really had playoff energy. All year, the Mets Phillies starting from the Alvarado pitch at the beginning of April. Playoff baseball with bad defense and bad bullpens, Which, but it's playoff baseball it is, nonetheless. But, yes, and also, like, thank you for living up to our expectations. Finally, the Phillies' bad defense bites them in the – our predicted Phillies' bad defense bites them in the butt with that. Uh, that was a weird play. Like, VR uh, lives and dies by his base running aggressiveness, and, like, it's, it's nice to see it work in his favor um, in exciting moments like that. So – 
VR, maybe when our DeGrom of the week, who knows? That could be a preview of what's to come. Also, we, Brandon and I talked about this, and, and feel free to let us know what you think, people. Uh, do we have a VR of the week, which is the most frustrating player in the NL East? Because <laughs> um, that would... Uh... You know what? It could still be VR, because earlier in that same game, he struck out on three pitches totally out of the zone with runners and squirms. That's my boy. That's the VR that I know. Brandon, also, if you're wondering, I don't know if you've noticed uh, before we move on to my... Uh, actually, you know what? This is a good transition. The Marlins need a series win against the Diamondbacks, who are not a great baseball team, because last week got swept by the Nats, Brandon. Not a good turnout for our Marlins, and absolutely clobbered by injuries lineup for the entire series. But if you're wondering why you see me closely turning my right... Looking at my television, it's because the Marlins are doing their best to blow a 3-0 victory to the Diamondbacks in the bottom <laughs> of the eighth. Uh, Anthony Bass got three runners on with zero outs and gave it was a the ninth inning. Yeah, he yes, he there was bases loaded, no outs, oh, and then uh, Richard Blyer comes in and, and and shuts it down, gets out with no damage. Is it the Bass Pro Shop or the Bass Amateur Shop? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, man, I can't even yes and that. I got nothing good for that. Yeah, the <laughs> Bass Pro Shop or the Bass Blown Saves Shop. Oh, okay. All that's right. good. Um, well, I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to hear about your Marlins possibly blowing this game. Um, and I'm sorry that they got swept by the Nationals because I don't want to see the Nationals succeed either. I want to see either one of you succeed. I feel as that. A Mets fan. It's like watching the Mets and Phillies. Am I right? This division. Hey, what are we Braves fans in? That's who we got left. That's all we are. Stagnant offense and some questionable starting pitching. But something exciting in your series was. Max Scherzer thrown that gem, his 12th career complete game. It's only bomb was against uh, the better run he gave up was Isan Diaz. Yeah. That's right, getting his chance with uh, with Jazz out. Um, but yeah, I mean, then the, but the most exciting part, aside from Scherzer's five hit gem, was he rushed to the hospital to see his son. You love it. You love Heartwarming to see it. story. Third child. Six pounds, 14. I don't know. I don't know the size of the child. Yeah. Also, I I don't know this to be completely true, but uh, I don't know how much a baby should weigh upon birth. And I don't think you do either. Six pounds seems small. I don't know. 58 pounds. That's about about accurate, right? That that baby burst out and screamed, I need a beer at 58 pounds. Smashed it on his forehead and said, and twins. <laughs> there was only one of them, though. He said, true twins. American hero. <laughs> Baby coming out of the womb with a beer. <laughs> Max Scherzer's like, get back in there. My, my baby's a baseball player, not a beer drinking man. Your eyes are the same color. Get back in there. You're no son of mine. <laughs> He's like, I only like two things. My eyes and David Bowie's eyes. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, going up against Scherzer with that lineup in particular, I don't know if I texted you about it because I was trying to text anybody who cares. about. Oh, yeah. Was it like three, three of the... Three the players of, yes. in the Marlins lineup had never had had a hit, bat. and that, not <laughs> including the pitcher. Three non-pitching uh, hitters had never gotten oh, a hit yet, God. and I think there were only three dudes on that lineup that were on the, our starting lineup as well. Yeah, I mean, we we famously, as I talked about, rolled uh, rolled out Jose Devers, who did end up getting his first uh, MLB career hit. So good for you, Jose Devers! Congratulations. Congratulations! Put it in the case. Twenty-one-year-old boy. I think he got sent back. To, no, he's still. We sent down. Who did we send down? 
Monte Harrison, who also is just like tweeting cryptic stuff. Speaking of being on social media and acting kind of childish, is like, what's he tweeting? You're just like, uh, uh, there's, he's oh, like, I'm, where's Ben Affleck? I want to date him. <laughs> yeah. He said, why did you delete me off Raya? Um, <laughs> he was, uh, he was just tweeting like, uh, nice guys don't get anywhere. I'm done being a nice guy. And then was like optioned back to AAA after that. Like, like, uh, 10 minutes later, it was like breaking. So it was very weird. It's like, I like the idea of him treating his, time on the marlins like he's in a relationship oh dude with he, them. and it's like a toxic relationship because i love monte he's got a lot of potential true five tool player brandon do you know all the five tools fielding yes speed yes power yes fielding, <laughs> speed. defense so i said fielding you said fielding, fielding speed power oh man come on we did this already fielding <laughs> speed Power, average. No, kind of. I guess it's kind of hitting Hits. for contact. Hitting for hitting contact. for contact. 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 Yes. And um, then it's a it's a defensive it's, it's a defensive arm, thing. Arm. Arm. Yes, that was the one we both forgot last time. I will never nice, forget nice, that until nice. the day I die. Now, um, but yeah, he's a he's a true five tool player. Like uh, so cool, like uh, full of swag, huge dude. Just like seems like a great guy. But I really hope he gets it together, honestly, because. He's he's striking out a lot, dude. He's striking out like fifty percent of the time. <laughs> he's like, he's nice guys never finish. Like, no, dude, it's because you strike out <laughs> no, every three. You're bats. batting one fifty, man. That's why, that's why you're getting dropped uh, option back. <laughs> but also, yeah, we were just rolling out truly the B squad. Um, but we got Brian Anderson back, who and I we talked about this right before we got on air. But uh, on air, <laughs> who do I think we are? Uh, uh, Brian, my Anderson. sign's on. My on air sign is on. That's true. Yeah, I've got a. I taped a, a cardboard box to my wall that says "On air, don't come in." Don't interrupt. Uh, <laughs> it has cat poop on it from your cat. <laughs> yeah, it's just my litter box taped to my door. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, strong tape. It's yeah, a lot of strong tape indeed. But Brian Anderson in his first at bat after injury hit a three run home run, which you love to see. And those are the only three runs the Marlins have uh, have have scored so far in this Diamondbacks game. Um, but I'm hoping that we can uh, have some sort of return from injury. Jazz is hopefully coming by the weekend or the end of the weekend. Um, so that would be like the ninth, somewhere around the ninth or the tenth. He should be back. Alicia Hernandez is a couple weeks out from being able to be in a starting rotation again. Sixto, I told you, is throwing. I think like he's starting bullpen next week, so he should be back by the end of the month, hopefully early June, late May. So hopefully the injury bug will uh, will alleviate itself for the Marlins. I mean, Starling Marte is not going to be back anytime soon. He hasn't resumed baseball activity at all, so that's kind of a bummer. But um, last things I heard is it does. We can start to kind of roll back out our appropriate offense and hopefully. Uh, stayed afloat and battled off uh, the battled off the losses. I don't know what I'm trying to say here, um, but yeah, stayed <laughs> battle off the losses. Battle those losses <laughs> off uh, and, and stayed afloat long enough that we can remain competitive in like this truly slogged Middle East. Like or Middle <laughs> 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 It's a political podcast now, Brandon. I'm not editing that out. <laughs> the national. Okay, East. so Iraq. Okay, so let's do this. Let's do it this way. Okay. So you have Iraq, you have Afghanistan, you have Pakistan. You have Israel. We'll say Israel. Yeah. Israel. Okay. Okay. The Mets are Israel because listen, uh, let's be honest. Sixty percent of us Mets fans, Jews, it's fine. <laughs> also, the that Mets mean, are Israel. That means the Phillies are Pakistan, right? Based on this last that, weekend. You mean Palestine? Palestine. Oh, Brandon. Phillies are no, Palestine. Damn it! I don't, we can't do a Middle East. We can't pod. do a Middle East pod. All right. We gotta. We gotta be. Also, uh, gonna truly wind back here for a second. Um, but it's good. I was checking Pete, when you were talking about Pete Alonso's like a uh, uh, bases clearing double. I think you said he's hitting two eighty two on the season. That's awesome. Good for Pete. Yeah, no, Pete's really put it together. 
Um, obviously, the Mets had some drama the last 24 hours <laughs> where they fired their we, hitting yes, coach. Yes, we, we blew past this, but I really got to talk about Chili Davis, the best name in baseball. I thought it was a joke, and I, I really just am obsessed with this guy. I don't even know what he looks like, but Chili Davis. So, Ch- Chili was actually a pretty decent ball player himself. <laughs> he was on uh, some good Angels teams and oh, the, no the late 90s Yankees teams. Yeah, good ball player. Yeah, he, I think he has about like uh, almost 300 home runs, if not more. Don't quote me on that. I don't know if you have it. In front of you, I'm pulling it but uh, yeah, so he he's actually stirred up some controversy because Chili was the hitting coach for the Cubs. Okay, for one year, I think the year before they won the World Series, and then he was the hitting coach for the Red Sox uh, the, two years before they won the World Series. Um, and both he kind of has a more old school approach, squaring okay. up the baseball, you know. Yeah, and that's obviously the Mets' new regime. There was. Mets fans were surprised that they kept him in the first place because they're obviously going for a more like new age, like analytical. They love math, dude. The new Mets love math. New Mets love math. I mean, you know, listen, Lindor's average though. He doesn't love math. No. Ooh, yeah. Uh, This is a little bit of a tangent, but man, you guys should be very happy that you were able to sign Lindor to a long-term contract because he was hitting like this for the trades that you gave up for him to hit like 190 for the rest of the season. That would have been brutal. Also, he wouldn't have hit 190 for the rest of the season. He's going to turn it around, but well, let's see. Let's hope (laughs) because he's going to be the most hated man in New York. I, I think he'll. I think he'll be fine. I mean, he's apparently a notoriously slow starter. But he's not look good. But maybe these new guys um, that are replacing Chili Davis and Tom Slatter, the assistant hitting coach, will be good. And I know you thought Chili Davis was a good name, but you know who the, what the Mets' new hitting coach's name is? What's his name? Hugh Quattlebaum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's ju- that's not just as good, but that's very good. That's it's a Quattle- different type of good. It's yeah. it's compartmentalized. It's not a good baseball name. It's just a good yes, name. Agreed. Yes, agreed. Because because like Chili Davis is is what baseball names are made of. Like. <laughs> Having a food first name is wonderful. Also, you were joking. Uh, Chili Davis, MLB statistics, hit two seventy four for his career. Wow. How many homers? 350 homers. Like, was a, was a good baseball player. Good um, baseball player. Also, yeah, the, moniker Chili, like the moniker Chili comes from Davis's childhood when his father gave him a particularly poor bowl haircut, and the neighborhood children teased him that it looked as though someone had simply placed a chili bowl on his head to cut around, and the nickname stuck. Brandon, what's a chili bowl look like? <laughs> that's my question right it's like normally it's bowl haircut period no one's like what's in the bowl what's you know (laughs) what's in the bowl what's in the bowl (laughs) open the bowl brad pitt what's in the bowl what's in the bowl we're really focusing on the 90s we we started in the 80s with gumby and ferris bueller and now we've Move to the Mike Tyson, Jay Leno, <laughs> seven Brad Pitt, Ben Affleck, 90s. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's too much, Brandon. Uh, can you still hear me? I can hear you. Oh, you sound okay. great. Good, good, good. Um, anyways, yeah, the Marlins lost to the Nationals. We really hope that we can uh, turn it around. I jinxed us because I said that Kyle Schwarber was uh, my feast, and then two pitches into the extra innings, uh, he went yard on us. Uh, and won the game. That was also a nasty game, dude. It was zero zero going into extra innings. Like truly the worst kind of baseball. And there were moments in that that Giants series with the Marlins too where I was just like, this is not a fun offense to watch. <laughs> this is my truly what uh, my worst uh, nightmare was thinking the Marlins team would be like going into this this regular season and the offseason. I think that's it. the thing watching these all of these analyst teams. None of them have been fun. Yes, dude. And I know weird. I said that that Mets Philly series was great play of baseball but it's like the defense was still fucking terrible absolutely Sorry to use awful. my absolutely you gotta bleep awful. that out <laughs> i um, can't um i really really can't um it, it was just it, 
like a lot of these games have been frustrating to watch and like in addition it also like the umpiring as we've talked about uh at nauseum so yeah I, it these analyst games have just not been fun even though like all of them have stayed within a game or with two games of yeah. each other which you know will probably set us up for some more drama later down the line but yeah they i mean it's just like not crisp baseball I feel you. Also, Chris the only and the and the weird team is like the Braves have been really fun for the last two series, but only because they're either getting absolute like there is a lot of offense. They're either getting demolished or demolishing teams. More uh, more likely, they're the ones getting demolished. But like the Blue Jays scored a ton of runs against them, um, and then the Cubs scored. They had like two both. Remember, it was like twelve to four. What was it? It was like both. Yeah, they, I mean, they it, lost twelve to four, and then they won twelve to four or something like that. Oh yeah, that, that was earlier in the year. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. A couple weeks ago. Um, it was, yeah, it was yeah, a couple yeah. weeks ago, but it was it was thirteen last to four, pod. I think. Yeah, last week's pod, right? Yeah, last week's pod. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. I think so. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really want to talk anymore about that series, Brandon. I did not enjoy that from a Marlins. Hey, do you, like, real quick though. Do, uh, aside from you know Scherzer's gem and Schwarber's dong, John Lester's back for the Nats, making his first start, five true. shutout innings. I know, obviously, it's a sensitive like subject. Said, a weak subject. Marlins lineup. All I'm going to say is, do you think that the Nationals? are back in business. They were looking a little rough, obviously post-COVID time. But do you think the Nationals are, are the real deal? Soto's back this week as Soto's well. Soto's starting today, yeah. Uh, they could very well be. I mean, if Schwarber and Bell start hitting at all, then they got like something from their offseason acquisitions when it comes to the power guys. As Soto being back is huge. Corbin, I mean, was getting clobbered uh, and then threw seven innings against us and had no problems. So if he's in Corbin's defense, in his defense, <laughs> he, was, he was pitching against. <laughs> You're like, where's this yeah, going? All right, let's see. Let's see, Brandon. Take your take your all pot shot, say, baby. In take his your defense, he was hanging out with the my pillow guy on his forty eight hour <laughs> forty eight hour telethon or whatever. That's true. Listen, Corbin was. Uh, yeah, he finally got enough shut eye because he slept on six my pillows and made it into a bed. <laughs> I saw this weird I got hooked into a YouTube ad for the first time in a very long time. It was uh-huh. called the Cube Pillow and they were saying it was like designed for side sleepers so like your your head remains like perfectly straight while you're sleeping and I oh. did kind of want to check it out. I'm not even I'm a, a side sleeper. I'm a, your side sleeper. I'm not really you're a side sleeper? <laughs> I'm not even really a side sleeper, which is the the weird part. I'm normally a I've been sleeping on my back a lot and it was like the least comfortable sleeping position for a long time. But that's like the healthiest. That's what way I've to heard. Sleep, right? So I started doing it and and now I now it's the most comfortable for me. Like I just lay full back. It's great. I really, or I do See, I'm I'm worried for the back sleep cuz I always think about Jimi Hendrix choking on his vomit. Whoa. Not that I throw up in my sleep you, or not that I, I drink say, myself yeah. to do heroin. <laughs> so I fall asleep. Brandon, I think but I've, I, I've known you for years and I think I've seen you drunk maybe two times <laughs> and never drunk enough to throw up in your sleep to the point that No. Oh, dude, I was, not dr- I was not drunk. I was on heroin. Oh, my <laughs> bad. Like I got to mix up. Now, heroin, Brandon, God. I've seen so many times. Also, <laughs> we can get a little update. The Marlins did score. It's a 5-3 game. I can stop staring at the television hey, so much. Hey, Anthony Bass. Bass Pro Shop? Uh, more like Bass uh, MLB Shop. That <laughs> is just, just not it. Brandon, uh, let's move. Oh, wait. Yes, I did actually want to touch on this real fast. Trevor Rogers won the NL Rookie of the Month. That's awesome. Very happy hey, for Hey, congrats to him. Honestly, probably like one of the, not the last players, but you wouldn't, you would think Jazz or like Carlson, uh, Carlson or, I mean, even on the Marlins or you'd think like, I guess Sixto is still rookie. Sixto is uh, a rookie, weirdly enough. Yeah. He still counts as a rookie. But So I, you'd think if he was healthy, like you think he'd be one of those guys, like Rogers wouldn't be the first person you'd pick. Um, uh, in addition to that, Jacob Duran, Degrom for the first time won the NL Pitcher of the Month. First time, which is wow. crazy. I don't know what how 
he won two Cy Youngs and came in second for Cy Youngs. And Young. was never the best pitcher in one calendar and was month? In a month, yeah. <laughs> what the hell? So that is, that's wild. What, what was the Mets offense voting? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he is. This guy's got there jokes. There he is. This guy's got jokes. Um, all right. Anything else we want to touch on this, Brandon? I'm looking. I'm looking. Not really. No, all, all I'm going to say is that the Nationals, I think, I think that, you know, maybe they can put together a run with Lester there. Yes, and yeah. And, uh, you know, if, if I don't know what Strasburg microphone, Brandon, Brandon talking to microphone. Hello. There hello. You, you hear me? Yeah, you just started. You started talking to the side and I lose you a little bit. Sorry. I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what Strasburg. Uh, Brandon in- just started levitating <laughs> like the alien <laughs> at the end of Annihilation. Is that a reference uh, you get? Hey, you get reference that's, a, you get? that's a current movie reference. That is a, we did. Yeah, a five-year-old movie, but oh yeah, that's, a, that's relatively current. That's actually a, okay, we're getting, we're, we're blown. I hate that movie. Do you really? You hate I it? I really hate that movie, actually, yeah. Shot in uh, St. John's, shot in Florida. Really? Yeah. That, Annihilation? Uh, that makes sense. I got the big alligator. Not Arrival, Annihilation. Yes, I always make those two up. Yeah. Yes, I loved Annihilation. I'm, what, you thought it was too, like, uh... We the ending. <laughs> I've I've seen all that. I've seen it done before. A, I thought the acting was really bad. No way, B, really. Terrible, dude. Like, like I love Gina Rodriguez. She's great. Yes, not good in that at all. <laughs> really bad, actually. Um, what, I thought it was too try hard. I thought it was like too like, hey, look how fucking deep we are. Yeah, figuring out life and Jennifer Jason Lee. Two thumbs way down. Really? I kind of liked her a lot. Also, it was Alex Garland who did Ex Machina, which is a great movie. I like Ex Machina. Interesting, dude. What do you think Portman was But I also hated the second... I hated the second... This is a movie podcast. This is a movie. I also hated... <laughs> we love the, math. We love movies. The second of, of the other auteur, Ooh. Ari Aster, who did Hereditary. Oh, yeah, Hereditary. I fucking hate Midsummer, Dude, I haven't seen either of those movies, and I will never see either of those movies. Oh, yeah, you're not a, you're not a spooky not guy. I'm not a spooky like guy. No, 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 no. And also, Dude, those, Annihilation like, was a little spooky. Yeah, I can do, like, sci-fi spooky. Like, Alien is one of my favorite movies of all time. But, like, I can't do, like, ho- true horror. Even, like, gore shit also is something I can't do. But, like, I know Hereditary and Midsommar are not, like, gore stuff. And that's not reasons why I can't see them. Everybody just like those movies shook me to my core in a way that other movies have never done. And I just have no interest in doing that. Dude, you know what? People say that, but it's like you go to bed spooked one night and then the next day you don't think about it anymore. He has a really interesting project coming up. I'm trying to remember what it is. Who does? Which one? Uh, Ari Aster does. And it's like not – I think he said he's done making horror movies. And he also had a quote saying he's never made a horror movie in, in his entire life. And it's like, dude, what are you talking about? Shut You've up, never made dude. A horror movie Just shut the hell life. up. Yeah, he's making a movie called Disappointment Boulevard with Joaquin Phoenix. So not a decade spanning portrait is what it's. Hey, you know what? He should have, he should have cast a, yeah, Ben Affleck. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. He could come in and do his monotone. Why did you delete me? It would have been great. Brandon. All right. We're, we're truly, we have, we're supposed to be 20 (laughs) minutes left of the podcast. We have a lot. Should we cut that out? (laughs) No, we're keeping it. We, this is Brandon. That's the thing about our podcast. We don't take ourselves too seriously. We talk about baseball 70% of the time at most. I think what's appealing about us, if I were to market us to a, say a bar in Glendale that maybe could sponsor us. I would say to them, I'd say the thing about us is we're, we're, we like baseball. We watch baseball every day. But you know what? We don't. We're not worried about the nitty gritty. No. We, we speak from the cuff. We're, we're opinionated. We know a little. Uh, talk a lot. We're, 
we're like Mike Francesa <laughs> without the accent and the anger. Yes. Uh, we make, we do fake accents, but uh, more, yeah. more impressions and, and bad imitations than accents, I'd say. J- yeah, yeah. I would say we're more like Jay Leno, Mike Tyson <laughs> than anything. Not Mike Francesa. We're like if Jay Leno, Mike Tyson had a podcast about about baseball and they spoke as one in unison that would be it that would be it i uh okay it. brandon we're gonna move on to uh, <laughs> you can cut that <laughs> no 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 we're keeping it we're keeping all of this nonsense i'm telling you it's we gotta listen we need a little meat on the bones baby that's what this pod's all about we got uh our degrama de week brandon who's our degrama de week dd sir dd the king himself ddg dd gregorius what was the band dd boom dd boom Dee Dee Bohm, the great reggae band from 95. People love um, Diggy. Dee Dee. Diggy, I said. Dee Dee hit that nice bomb. It wasn't nice as a Mets fan, but you like seeing if everyone on the evil Phillies team, Dee Dee gets the nice three run homer, put the Philly in the lead. Not for long, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, he, he was making some sneaky good plays out there. Um, he's rocking the mask, supporting. Supporting uh, mask awareness here. We love that. I like to see it. Didi is a player that I like to watch that's not on my team. Sir Didi gets the DeGrom of the week. Congratulations, Didi. Didi. Wonderful work. We Congratulations. Love it's, a, it's a very impressive uh, feat that you have accomplished. We think we think very highly of you on this podcast, which I let's think is trophies. true. Let's get trophies. Let's get trophies? You want to start yeah. mailing? <laughs> we're gonna, mailing yeah, them. We're going to have like 50 trophies a year we have to send <laughs> <laughs> it was be the most expensive part of this podcast by far. Um, yeah. Uh, Brandon, do you want to move on to 60 second stories then? We can just like kind of rush through the degrama of the week. We still got a bunch of stuff to talk about. We could, we could get this. Hey, going. let's do it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Brandon, you know how this works. If you, uh, if you're a new listener, Brandon and I are going to tell a 60 second story unrelated to baseball at the end of the 60 minute timer. If you have not completed your story, it doesn't matter. That is the end. If you're also a new listener and this is the first time you're hearing it and being like, what do you mean? You've only told 60 seconds of unrelated baseball stories this entire podcast. Um, I don't know what to tell you. You're about to get some more. <laughs> All right. You got, I'm ready. You got something ready. Okay. Let me pull this yeah. up. We get our 60 second timer up. All right, Brandon, and away we go. So I know we're not supposed to talk about unrelated baseball. We're supposed to talk things that are not related to baseball, but I do have a baseball one. Um, I was thinking about how uh, my dad and I used to go to a lot of Marlins games at Lone Depot Park. I mean, uh, Marlins Park thank is you, what yes. it was called that. And um, so we actually had like pretty decent seats because my dad's in the radio biz and, you know, he had some connects there uh, that's, so that's decent... mr mud to you sir mr <laughs> sir mud um yeah so uh um we used to you know go to a lot of games there and at one point we were in like the area where they have like the diamond suite or something like Ooh, that and they had like a, a dining area like a food area and you needed like a higher level pass what we had to get in there okay so we just walked in there and we started eating okay just sticking it to the man you got it and dude. uh and you had to, like, put, like, your credentials on the table, but we never did. So we just, like, sort of, like, shoveled food in the corner of, like, the table and, like, made like we were supposed to be there. Um, but also, famous Oh, nope, sorry, Marlin... Brandon. You got to stop. That's the end of the... Anyway, Dan Jennings, the famous Marlin GM turned manager, was sitting there eating with his family, like, a couple months before he, he named himself the manager. No way. Of the oh, my God. Yeah. That's so funny. That's so funny. So, but we got away with it. Also, Brandon... And, uh, uh, this isn't my 60-second story. This is just a moment of pure elation that you captured live on the pod. Lewis Brinson with the three-run home run. Sweet Lou with a homer and a double today. 
you oh my god i know this is a phrase he's on my bench on fantasy oh. of course he is but like <laughs> yeah that's uh, a marlin will go off if he's on brandon's bench uh, as noted with the adam duvall to run mm-hmm. or two homer game against the braves um all right brandon are you ready for my time yeah okay and away what's that and away we go what is that from what am i stealing that from oh and oh that's no way no way we go go what is that and then, and then they do questions yeah what is, oh, that? is that um and away we <laughs> go da, da, da. It's, what like, is it's like a game is show or something ones? right no it's something and like in that way. universe though we, we go. go Ugh. no it's hot ones i think right uh we'll do some research and we'll get back to you on the next pod all right you ready for my next story yeah, I'd love to. It's about your laptop. <laughs> no, no, it's not about my laptop. That was uh, that was an unfortunate tragedy. Uh, we will be returned to our normal recording schedule and circumstances uh, as early as Friday. The Apple Store told me so. That's all the that's all the. Audience when you look up and and away we go, uh, it gives me a song by Jackie Gleason, the legend himself. <laughs> and of so... course, that's what we're referencing. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, God. All right, here we go, Brandon. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Boom. So this is another request. I know I've been doing requests and I know I also started the segment by going that these are unrelated to baseball, but this one is in fact very related to baseball. When I was a kid, this is honestly kind of very in the realm of your story. When I was a kid, uh, my parents were uh, generous enough to take me to something called uh, dinner on the diamond. Are you familiar with dinner on the diamond? I'm not familiar. Is it like Bark in the Park? Uh, no, not really. No, <laughs> no. Uh, we. Sorry, Brandon. No, not really at all. Um, it's where there's like a buffet-style dinner and drinks. Uh, I don't know if it was an open bar or not. I hope it was. I got to hurry up. Uh, and you just go and you eat food, and you're, you and all of the players and their family members are eating food with you, and you can kind of just like hang out with the baseball players um, and just chill and do your thing. It seems like a lot of fun. I as was a small child. I was probably I was under 10 for sure, maybe maybe 10. Oh, my God, 10 seconds. Um, and I went and I went to approach a baseball player, and I was like so nervous, so full of social anxiety, and I stuck my, ba- my, my hand out. I was like, hey, can you, can you send my baseball? And I kicked his beer over, and he goes, how about you get me a beer first? And I was so frozen i'm out of time i was so frozen like being like i don't know what to do and i was like uh and he just laughed at me inside my baseball my mom do you remember who it was my mom okay stories over times over whatever i don't care my mom says that it's cliff floyd who i have a bobblehead of on my <gasps> dick cliff. i i remember it. i don't think it was cliff floyd i know he was definitely there and also i feel so bad my mom i i think on the uh, uh episode last episode or two episodes ago i was like my mom who probably didn't know that many people at the 2003 World Series championship team took that as a as a competition and was like b- knocking names off, like sending me like Dontrell Willis, Alex Gonzalez, Luis Castillo, Juan Pierre, like just naming all of these dudes. And I was like, damn, I'm so sorry, mom. I definitely underestimated your knowledge uh, of the 2003 Marlins World Series team. So consider this you. consider this an official apology, mom. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that's burned into my memory as like one of the most like uh, embarrassing things that's happened to me in a, in a very long time. Uh, yeah, I mean, especially in front of Cliff. I mean, Cl- I actually have a, a Cliff story, too, because I was a big Cliff Floyd fan okay. when he went to the Mets as well. But even when he was on the Marlins, he was one of those DeGrama de Week sort of guys. <laughs> For sure. And um, uh, so I went to a game. I don't know. It must have been like, a, a, I think it was a spring training game. And I had gotten, I because I was big into getting balls signed, and I got whatever two balls I brought to the ballpark that they signed. And then Cliff Floyd comes up, and I was like, I need Cliff's autograph. So I had my sweaty-ass Mets hat, <laughs> and I took it off. I was like, he signed this? And, he, and uh, I guess the person next to me had a pen, so he grabbed their pen and signed it. And I guess pens fade easily on uh, on hats. So 
uh, now it's just like a, one of the hats I have in like a, a cabinet. <laughs> just, I don't know. Just a faded signature. Yeah, just a fa- it's not even faded. It's just gone. <laughs> it, <laughs> it just, just doesn't like, disappear. Because I also have a Sean Green uh, one as well. Oh, exciting, legend, exciting. Jewish baseball legend star Sean Green. I have his <laughs> autograph as well in a hat, which is like was on Sharpie, which also faded like 90%. So you can kind of make out that one. But uh um, Brandon, all right. It is time for the feast or famine. <laughs> maybe, <Nah>. I was doing <laughs> but, that. And I was like, maybe. Oh, we that's should... Stephen Hawking, my my cousin. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Stephen Hawking is past, right? He's looking down. Yeah, upon rest us. in peace. Okay, all right, looking down. Big upon Hawk us. <laughs> Very, up in the sky. You got this. Yeah, Big H. We love you, dude. Uh, shouts out to Big <laughs> H. Uh, Brandon, we're on to our feast or famine. I also know I. Hey, what if really quickly? I'm sorry to no, interrupt please, your please, flow please. on this. What if you wanted Stephen Hawking's autograph and you only had a sweaty baseball hat? Would you get him to sign like a sweaty Cincinnati Reds hat? Um, I guess he couldn't sign it. I was about like, to say, yeah, guess, is he capable of signatures? I guess he couldn't. Hmm. So. I would take a selfie with Stephen Hawking, though. Yeah, we take a selfie. Yeah. <laughs> I'd sit on his Rest in peace, by the way. No disrespect <laughs> no to disrespect. Mr. Hawking. I just want to say I would sit An on icon. his lap and take a selfie with him. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Brandon, give me your feast and your famine. If you're not familiar with this segment, Brandon and I will tell you the two things that we are high and low on in the NL East so far. Brandon, tell me about your feast. Okay, so my feast is, I guess, it's more of a prediction. But I'm going to say Freddie Freeman. I know the Braves have been scoring a lot of runs recently, but Freddie Freeman, I think, is one for his last 19, not counting Tuesday night's game, yeah. which is happening right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to say Freddie's going to make a comeback. I know the Braves are, are struggling more pitching-wise, but I think Freddie's, of course, going to contribute. He's always at the top of, of uh, all offensive stats at the end of the year, and I think this year is no different. I think, uh, like a Lindor turnaround, I think Freddie's going to turn around and turn around even bigger. And, uh, you know, he'll be on that all-star team. I'll even say that. I love to hear that. I love to hear that. I love Freddie. Uh, I know, again, it's weird liking uh, interdivision. Uh, he's a DeGrama de Week candidate. He's a DeGrama de Week candidate for sure. Uh, and I and I really hope that he gets a turnaround. Also, he just is. I know it's so, especially when you and I are now doing a podcast and paying attention to Paying attention intently, that's a hard one, um, to, to as much baseball as we are, it's easy to, to like get caught up in the narrative of the week, but like it's baseball. He's going to regress to the mean. He's going to be fine. He'll like go like five for ten in the next series, and it'll all be fine. My feast of the week happened. Okay, I have two feasts. My initial feast was Major League Minor League Baseball is back. My, <laughs> minor League <laughs> Baseball is back, uh, which is great because it's been a full year and a half since we've had any minor league seasons. And also, I think 600 days. Yeah. yeah, and also a full year and a half that minor league players have not been getting paid, which is an absolute tragedy. Baseball teams, step it up and pay your players. Uh, a livable wage, too, please. Not just like $25,000 a year. Um but I, I'm excited. Uh, Miranda and I are, like I said, going to Florida sometime in the, in the future, and I'm trying to go to a Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp game, um, and I think that could be a lot of fun. So I'm just happy to have minor league baseball back, happy to pay attention to the prospects that could be getting called up to the Marlins in the next couple months if we are, are sellers at the trade deadline, which this is kind of a topic I want to talk to you about, is like, but it's, it's kind of ever as evergreen as a topic can be on this podcast that I think we're going to sell at the deadline, and I think we're going to – I think Blade, we'll see Blade in 2021. So that's exciting. Um but, yeah, excited for minor league baseball. My other feast, though, Brandon, was the thing that I teased before we even started recording is that it happened uh, uh, right before uh, we started recording. I made a reference to Brandon about that I changed my feast at the last second. Enoa, my boy, you know Enoa? The, Braves pitcher, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Braves pitcher, yeah. Hit a grand slam, dude. Hit like a <gasps> uh, well over 400 feet grand slam right before we started recording. 
<laughs> That's amazing. Who did he hit it off of? Uh, absolutely no clue. Did not do any research. Um, but he, uh, he he smashed a grand slam and is just like that's his second home run of the year. Like this is Greg Maddox level pitcher hitting stuff um, as a brace, as a brave. And you gotta love that. That's just that's just high quality. Content, Hell yeah, right I love seeing that. You know, I go back and forth because like now I'm like seeing it and sometimes there's been some exciting plays with the pitchers hitting and I'm like mm, I'm kind of gonna miss that next year. Mm-hmm. But I know it's probably for the better. In general, 427 in general, feet. That's insane. Whoa, that's, that's a, a monster. Bomb. Yeah, that's a that's a boom, bro. That's a that's a DD boom. Booms away. Uh, all right, Brandon, <laughs> hit me with your famine. My famine is advertisements on the field. Ooh. So I don't know if you've noticed this, but it seems like obviously last year the owners are trying to recoup a little revenue loss from fans not being there. Mm-hmm. But it seems like advertisements have taken over most major league ballparks to the point where it looks like a minor league park that needs to sell it yeah. and there's no attender. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think I noticed it for the first time it, uh, when the Mets were in Chicago and I was watching that series. The the Cub, like the family, the Ricketts family who owns the Cubs, they've are always said that they're like sort of like you know crying wolf that they're poor. Mm-hmm. That's that's probably the reason why they're trying to like ship out. They shipped out Darvish and they're probably going to ship out Brian and at the deadline. And let him walk and buy his walk. But their stadium, they have like insurance on the mound. Oh my god. They've got yeah, they've got McDonald's in center field. <laughs> they have like it's surrounding the whole entire stadium. And something that I noticed on the ESPN Sunday night baseball broadcast between the Mets and the Phillies is they have this green screen. Have you noticed this? No. They have they have this green screen that's too if you're a, if you're a left handed batter, it's behind you and if you're pitching Basically, you're in front of it. Okay. So they have now when you pitch on Sunday Night Baseball, when you're, when you're a pitcher, you see the cutout of the pitcher on the green screen. Because they have to transpose an image on the green screen that's actually at the stadium. And then when you're when the pitcher's on the mound, there's this weird like cutout thing that's happening where you see like the outline very strongly because it's the picture standing in front of a green screen dude i wonder if and it looks terrible that's awful and that's so awful it's terrible and i just and it's just upsetting because i know obviously these owners yeah advertise as much as you want but it's like don't make it a distraction where it's on the mound where it's giving you a a weird silhouette of the picture let's like calm down like put it in the outfield i'm worried that they're gonna start doing the nba thing where they just uh which is really a uh english soccer thing and just a soccer thing in general which is having advertisements on the uniform have you seen this nba oh yeah has has logos of whatever their advertiser is on the on their shoulder yeah they have like wawa or something on there (laughs) like loves gas station is a real one for the oklahoma yeah loves that's the one yeah um so i'm well i think they kind of started because i think they have two nike logos now on the on the jerseys oh no way Oh, I'm no pretty way. sure that started this year where they had like two decent sized Nike logos on the jersey. Which is so an advertisement. In when it itself. starts venturing into when Lone Depot makes its way onto <laughs> no, the Marlins. No, no, that's not jersey. our fault. That's not that's our fault. The Lone Depot Marlins. No, I still call it Marlins Park, even in our casual conversations. I don't know if you've noticed that. I refuse to embrace Lone Depot Park. I respect it as the name, as the official name, but I will not respect it enough to say it. Brandon, my famine. Phillies, I know we've kind of we've uh, we've kind of laid into you a little bit, uh, and also Braves fans. Sorry, we didn't really talk about the Braves this week. Um, I know. Hey, positive on Freeman though. Freeman will come back. Enoa and Enoa. We got a positive on Enoa too. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Braves fans, suck it. We did talk positive on you. <laughs> suck <laughs> yeah, suck it, idiots. Um, 
Andrew McCutcheon. I don't know if you saw this, but when I was like going through the Phillies blogs trying to catch up on all of the information that happened this week and the other teams, um, Andrew McCutcheon is worried that because of that he might have to get eye surgery or some sort of eye, eye yeah, because he's been blowing so many like easy line drives and easy yeah. fly balls in left field. I think he's done. I think it's his third error of catching like a fly ball or a line drive so far out there that he's worried that he's going to have to get some sort of eye surgery to to fix any any ailment that may be afflicting him. Holy shit, that's great! Like LASIK, I guess. I don't really know, like wear glasses. I don't know. I don't know if surgery was a specific uh, solution or if they were just talking about like general solutions as a whole. Um, but they, they did talk about needing to adjust his eyesight because of how bad he was. <laughs> He was playing out in left field and like I love Kutch. I think he's a lot of fun. I think he's he's has been great for baseball for as long as he's been around. But uh, yeah, that's not good, man. Not a good sign. That's like a, that's a, that's an odd. That's interesting that like he actually would admit that. He'd be like, yeah, I'm blowing a lot of games. He's like, guess I need ice. Or, like, was it a joke? It's just a very strange thing. To, they like, had a whole article on it on the, the SB Nation uh, Phillies website. So I was like, oh, well, this must I didn't be a real that. thing. This must be a real. Yeah, thing. I mean, I guess he as a Phillies fan, I think you would. You would every time he blew a game or he whiffed and like and struck out in a big spot. I think you would yell, "Get surgery!" I think he opened himself up to so much criticism Please by saying get that. I mean, LASIK. <laughs> yeah. like that. Um, what was I going to say? There's also something else I was going to say related to this, and I am blanking on it. All right, I don't need LASIK. I, I am wearing my glasses today, Brandon, for the record, but that was just because I figure this is a. a I am so weird. Do not have the time for tangents, but I'm going to give us a little uh, one more one. I found out that I could have, uh, because of my uh, undisclosed uh, ailment of my laptop, I found that I could uh, I can have the MLB TV app on my on my uh, my Amazon television in my bedroom, and I could have been watching Marlins games on my big TV and not my laptop or my cell phone this entire yeah. time. I felt so I should have told you that. I didn't know you had an Amazon thing because I, I so do that in my living room as well. You could just watch games. There's no hiccup. Like I have, I bought a Chromecast so that I could Chromecast games from my phone or laptop. Bullshit. So, Dude, I had You're an dead app. to us, Chromecast. <laughs> yeah, we hate you, Chromecast. Google, don't you ever think about sponsoring our podcast. We will say no every time. Um, <laughs> please, 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 please do it. Please but do also, it. please, that. Daddy Google, um, <laughs> can you give us a rundown of the upcoming series that we have in the National League East? Please, There's nothing Mr. I'd Gross. like more in my life than doing that. So the Phillies are currently battling the Brewers, a four-game series. I think they were up last time I checked uh, mm-hmm. in game two of the series. They, they won in game one of the series. Um, and then they're going to Atlanta, so a big NL East series there. Um, Nationals uh, will be playing the Atlanta Braves starting this evening, I believe. Um, and then they're going to be going to New York City, not yeah. to play a Mets, but to play the Yankees in the Bronx. The Yankees okay? are, got... are getting strong again. It seems like the Yankees are kind of picking up steam. Yeah, they Stanton's the really hot. I'm sorry, you hate to hear he it. He crushed Stanton's one today, really too. He clobbered one today. Yeah, I think he has a 10-game hitting streak. Uh, but, yeah, it'll be interesting to see Schwarber out there hitting bombs in that right field porch. <laughs> That's right, I forgot about that. That's my Schwarber voice. <laughs> and then the, the Marlins, as we know, are playing the Diamondbacks right now. Lewis Brinson on fire. Austin Bass a pro. Austin Bass pro. Um, also, we won. We, so we are. We now have one of the. Oh, they won. Yes, we officially won. Yes. Nice. Snap the losing streak. Good for the Marlins. Please. Thank uh, you. Then uh, the Marlins are playing the Brewers. A tough, tough battle there. Maybe they'll get some uh, uh, Woodruff, some Corbin Burns. They're both not injured, right? I think Burns was put on the IL after his. Um, after his uh, game against us. Oh, after his blow-up yeah. game, yeah. So, we'll see uh, but Brewers are a tough opponent, so that'll be a fun series. Unfortunately, it doesn't uh, it doesn't look like Yelich uh, isn't playing, right? No, Yelich came back, played one game yesterday, and then got pulled again from today's game oh. for back strain. So, Poor guy. 
Sounds like chronic back issues, I know, right? I'm I not know. a doctor. Spe- I know nobody wants to hear us talk about our fantasy teams, but he was my second round pick. So, Yelich, please figure out what the hell's going on with your back, my dude. Also, for what it's worth, the Braves did officially beat the Nationals today 6-1. to one, So, just checking on the scores as, oh, as we're recording. Okay. 10 o'clock um, Eastern time so Tuesday. Yeah, as we said, the Braves are playing the Nationals. Um, and then we'll be playing the Phillies, as we know. Uh, then the Mets are uh, with their new hitting coach and with new Donnie Diesel Stevenson, the made-up hitting coach, <laughs> before they fired the real hitting coach. Um, they've got him to motivate them through the St. Louis series. they got a doubleheader tomorrow after the rain canceled the game tonight, postponed it. And the Mets are playing the Dimex. A lot of Diamondbacks situations yeah. going on in this NL East right now. Huh. They're around. They're around. Um, also, we got robbed yeah. because Jazz is on the IL. We got robbed of the Gallon versus Jazz battle. But I think we, I know. I think we I play know. them again in, in like a week or so. Probably. Yeah. I think they're like yeah. we like play them two times in the upcoming month. Maybe so. he'll be back by then. Yeah. Hopefully. But yeah. So some fun NL East interdivision battles. I it might look a little different when we uh, pod next week, or they'll all be under five hundred, and it'll be That's one the game thing. apart. Yeah. So. We could just Who knows? yeah and. We're just going to be a slog of a division. I really do think that because um, the I the Nationals lost today and the Marlins won, so now the Nationals are back in last place. I think if the Marlins yeah. are. In... It's really no one has been able to go on a streak whatsoever. No one separated. It's really themselves. like the one team that can do that. It seems like you're going to be up like five, six games within like two weeks. For so sure, if you can, if like you can win eight, ten games in eight a row, game yeah. or ten game, yeah. yeah, win streak. It's like you're going to be good and probably set. But it seems like. Whatever team ends up winning the division, they might just get thwacked by the Padres or Dodgers. Absolutely, like, yeah. on the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because you would have expected. I mean, we're so we're so over time, but you would have been expecting that the Braves would be that team that would be able to compete. But they just look so flaccid so far in the first five weeks of the season. Flaccid. You, you like huh? that? <laughs> no, 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 okay, Brandon. Well. No, no, no. I, like we <laughs> okay. said, I don't have my beeps available to me this week, so. We're going to have to let some stuff slide. Sorry, Daddy Google. <laughs> Sorry, Daddy Google. Uh, Brandon, this is also normally where we would move on to our podcast reviews, but we don't have any new podcast reviews, Brandon. Hey, give us a review. Like, subscribe, follow us, NL Feast on Twitter. We like interacting with people. We're posting a lot. We're making jokes. We are We're posting fun. a lot. Honestly, we do have fun. We had a, we had a Twitter poll up the other day about whether or not it was uh, too immature for me, a 28, almost 29 in a month, 29, Brandon. What are you going to get me for oh, my birthday, birthday, Brandon? Come on. Start thinking. Brainstorming. Uh, uh, to the Floyd <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll take, I'll take a watch. <laughs> You're like, oh, baseball. wow. I'm excited. Uh, <laughs> Give me a give me a framed picture of Stephen Hawking, please. Um, but yes, for my birthday, just give me podcast reviews, baby. Get five stars on iTunes. Write a nice little review. We'll read it on the podcast. Or give us one star, and we'll read that as well. Uh, Brandon, stop encouraging that. That's not good for us. We're trying to have more people listen. But really, also, thank you to the people that are listening. I do think we're starting to get some uh, non-friends, non-family members tuning in, and that's really exciting for us. So we hope you're having as much fun as we're having. Brandon, you know what to do. Tell the tell the great people of the NL Feast universe your podcast to follow, or podcast, your, your Twitter <laughs> handle to follow you on. Hey, follow me at Brando Grosso on Twitter. I actually have a tweet that's doing pretty well right Wait, now. Wait, do you really? Me. What is it? I tweeted. It has nothing to do with baseball. Let's see what I. Let's see what it's up to right yeah, now. Yeah, let's see what so your I numbers tweeted, are. I tweeted command strips. How about please and thank you strips? <laughs> okay, yeah. Seventy-eight pretty... likes. Wow. Six retweets. I'm famous. That is. That's a. That's pretty awesome. That's that's beats my highest tweet. So Brandon, now I have to kill you. I'm sorry. Those are the rules. 
I have to kill please you. Please don't. <laughs> please, Daddy. No, don't call me Daddy Sam. That sounds so much worse <laughs> than Daddy Google. Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, uh, you can follow at Samuel Adam Clark. I never tweet from that account, so don't ever follow that account. Um, or you could follow me if you want some baseball takes at Slim Pro TV. I repeat, don't follow the other one. I don't know why I plugged that Twitter account. At Slim Pro TV. And if you want to follow the pod, follow at NL Feast. That'll do it for you, Brandon. Any final words before you take off today? Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye.